Hey everybody, welcome to the Payments Podium. I am Kevin Olson, the Payments Professor, and today I get a welcome back, a guest, which is Luciano Corrales. Luciano, how are you doing today? Doing awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin, for the opportunity and to all the audience. I, I do want to remind people who are listening, in case you didn't catch the first podcast with Luciano, you want to definitely go listen to that because we talked, oh, it was probably a couple of years ago now about faster payments and how they have been developing in Bolivia. Well, there's been a lot has happened in that past couple of years and Luciano has been so kind as to come back and to give us an update on some of the things that he's seen happening in Bolivia. So, Oh, Luciano, can you sum up for us uh, what's been the big things happening in the past couple of years? Sure, sure, totally. It would be a pleasure. So, yeah, I remember back in 2020 when we had our first podcast, I was uh, mentioning to you uh, some details of how this interoperable QR payment system has had been just launched here in Bolivia and was uh, gaining traction and people were uh, adopting it, but it was quite relatively new right so now uh -huh. that was uh, it was launched back in may of 2019 and as of now it, this platform this qr technology has really uh, blow up right so as of now just uh, like a, a small data we have is last year uh, the private banking association here from bolivia announced that the QR transactions have increased 700%. No, so just Okay, that's 700% since launching? No, just in a year. Just in a year. So just yeah. in the last year you've had 700% growth in QR code adoption. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, right now QR codes have uh, as I was mentioning blow up. It's really uh, awesome to see how in every practical in every corner in every store it's accepted no uh, its use has been uh, grown so much that it's even more used than credit and debit cards here in bolivia uh, every every store practically accepts qr even it uh, taxis ubers uh, you have uh, every convenience store small stores uh, street vendors uh, you have uh, hotels restaurants every every store or e-commerce retail stores big here in Bolivia everyone is obscure because it's really convenient and it's really fast quick secure uh, fraud has been really minimized there's practically non-reports of fraud uh, apart from like social uh, social engineering frauds which like for example when someone uh, makes a, a fake uh, Fake receipt and 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 the other person doesn't validate that that receipt and there are some cases of that. But besides that, it, it's not a concern. Hold on, you got I got questions. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of questions right away. Sure, so sure. first of all, because I do definitely want to talk about the fraud and and using the the fake QR codes. But back to the use cases. I mean, you really rattled off everybody that I could think of that would be using a QR code. Is mm -hmm. I think the question instead of asking who all is using it might be a better question of asking who's not using it. Where do you not see the QR codes getting adopted? Uh, well, in in where it's not uh, maybe not being used that much is in I will say in that countryside. It's maybe the the only place I will 
think about a little bit that maybe it's not quite reached so far uh, because of mainly of the internet issue. Uh, it's uh, obviously uh -huh. not, not quite good in, in some rural areas and, and that platform obviously works with uh, technology, with Wi-Fi internet, right? Uh, but even in some uh, smaller towns, it's it, it's used, you know. So, but I will say uh, every no every in and it's not just like in commerce and stores, but also in in peer to peer, right? In person to person, uh, the the platform uh -huh. is also being used. So everyone, when when they're like collecting, uh, there where there's a a raffle for for collecting money for someone who is in need. Or, or for some uh, medical expenses that, that some people have, uh, they they also use QR, no? So they, so it's also to make uh, make payments of loans and everything, no? It's uh, QRs are, are really in everywhere and in, in both in both segments, right? In peer to peer, uh, business to business, or even business to government, no? To pay. Uh, uh, even uh, like identification ID uh, transcripts and all of that. Okay, so the adoption's not, it's the payment types too. So mm -hmm. I, I, I get that. There's some places where if they don't have the right, let's say technology or the internet connections, they're not able to use it. But basically everybody else is. And then you got, you know, deeper into the use cases, there's P2P, there's business to business, there's business to government. So really all levels of different payments are making use of the QR codes. Yes, that's right. And another interesting uh, segment, which uh, which we as, as providers have uh, specialized in, is uh, helping uh, to large companies to implement this uh, QR technology uh, integrated into their own platforms. You know? So uh, big companies, uh, retail companies, for example, like uh, Walmart, uh, for example, the, the equivalent of Walmart people here is called Hypermaxi, which is the biggest uh, supermarket change in, in the country and and they have integrated we have helped them integrate the QR system uh, into their ARP you know their enter, enterprise resource planning system uh, and their point uh -huh. of sale system so now uh, when someone wants to pay with QR the QR uh, is generated with a fixed amount with the amount that the person has to pay and once the payment is confirmed automatically the receipt is printed, right? And gets the system gets the confirmation of the payment, and and the receipt is printed automatically. So it's fully optimized and zero cash. It's everything digitalized, and it's really convenient also for for the the store for the for the business because they pay a much much less. A, a, cost of percentage for, uh, than credit or a debit card no and and people uh, use it really frequently no so that uh, they reduce the risk of uh, cash and and they have all the money uh, in their accounts immediately right you don't have to wait for the previous day next day uh, uh, transportments or or something like that no? they, they get all the money right away in real time 
Yeah, and I do want to point that out too, that for anybody listening, you know, we're not just talking about QR codes being used as a important or primary method for being able to create transactions. These are transactions that are processing and settling in seconds and they're immediate, correct? Exactly, yes. What's, that's uh, actually one of the, I would say, the, the main uh, points of, of the success of this platform because the, as you were mentioning, every transaction is processed and sold in, in real time. You know? So if the transaction is not made in, in within five seconds, an, an error pops up you know, and you have to try again. Maybe it's your internet connection or something like that. But the, the system is designed to, to be processed uh, that, that fast, right? And the money, uh, and not also processed, but you get your funds available in, in that exact time, right? And what's of, of one of them, uh, the principal uh, goals uh, and achievements that made this possible? And, and that's why people have adopted so much because they, they see that they have they immediately their funds uh, available. They have that trust and that that confiability of, of using this platform. No, they know they will have right away their funds. They don't have to wait, uh, uh, not not even one hour, one minute, but seconds, and not and more and less a day. They just wait seconds, and they have their fund available, and they can uh, also retire it in cash if they need it. You no, know, with their within their banking. Uh, institution. Okay, this is awesome. Let, let's. <laughs> all right. I, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I sit here and I think you talk about things like, hey, it's it's cost savings. You talk about how people don't have to carry around cash, and 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 I know from a security point of view, that's a great thing. And on the security mm-hmm. and, and fraud part, and you started talking about that. What is there in place for security and for protection against fraud? Because even though it may be able to go at a lower cost and extremely fast, one of the big things is that we don't want to lose money. So could you talk a little bit about what there is as far as security? Sure. So this is also a very interesting aspect uh, because every QR that it's uh, created, uh, you have the two options to make a QR that is static so that, uh, for example, it doesn't have an amount. You just, uh, the person that uh, is paying just scans and types the amount, writes the amount that has to pay and, and makes the payment. And also you have a fixed QR uh, codes, which uh, the person who is creating it uh, types the amount. You know? So they, the person who is paying it can't uh, change it or, or alter it, right? So uh-huh. uh, that's one uh, mechanism of security, which, uh, depending on on the business, uh, you will, you may need to have that that option um, to be used uh, in either way. But uh, another important uh, aspect is that every QR is uh, encrypted. You no, know? so if you try to scan a QR code, uh, like for example, with your uh, with your with your usual uh, QR scanning app, you won't receive anything. You just will receive a, a large uh, n- number of co- encoding, uh, which doesn't mean anything to you. To be able to use that QR code, you have to scan it within your banking app. No, so 
since the QR works in every QR uh, banking app, uh, we, sim very similar to Cell, right? That it's it's embedded in the mobile banking app of every every bank. Uh, in, it's uh -huh. very similar. Uh, you you got the QR option in within the banking app of your preference, and you just have to scan within the app, you know, and then you get the information disencrypted of the QR, no, which you have the, the number, the, the number of the account, you have the, the, the name of the person, um, the amount, and also you can have the reference payment. No? So if the person has, write, has written a reference of, of, for what is the payment, you will receive it. No? In, in cases where it's integrated, you, you get there the, your, your receipt number, for example, no? so, so that you have a traceability of, of making the payment no? of, for what is the, the payment that you're making and, and have that. Uh, as I was mentioning, uh, there are not uh, reported cases of, of, of someone uh, trying to, uh, like for example, uh, uh, intercepting a payment and then this being uh, taking it to another account, it's, it's practically impossible to do that because as I was mentioning, it's encrypted from both ends. And besides that, uh, the, 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 this QR is processed through uh, the ACH rail, you know, uh, here in, 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 the, in Bolivia. So and this ACH rail it carries a lot also a digital signature components of, of security so that you have the public and private key from every every bank and also in the in the clearinghouse right in where it's processed the transaction so there are not reported cases of that as a, because as i would mention it's practically impossible to vulnerate a, 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 that transaction because it's processed within seconds and the, the, those tokens uh, change uh, every 30 seconds uh, but uh, as I was mentioning before too, uh, there are some cases of of engineering, of social engineering uh, frauds, which, uh, for example, some people get confident and they uh, people make the payment. They just show the receipt that that has been generated by the bank, and they they say, "Oh, that's fine, thank you," and they give the the product or merchandise they're selling. No, that, that's, this, this is happening usually in a small business, a small, medium business. And, and after the next day when they are making their, their validation, they're uh, reviewing their transactions, they notice that, that one of the transactions was uh, not really made and that person, uh, maybe there was a problem with a bank, with a client uh, or Maybe that other person was malicious and made a fake uh, receipt. No, it's we don't know. No, so that's why there are uh, now solutions for this type of business when they can uh, validate their their payments. Uh, but also, there's it's it's more a, a thing of of organization. No, because uh, every every business should have a mechanism to validate that payment. No. And they have it within their banking account, no. But as I was mentioning, that sometimes they they get uh, too confident, overconfident, and they don't make that validation, and they just uh, leave uh, uh, without without making the validation, and they have some problems. But but besides that, uh, there there's no being any reported uh, frauds or issues with the QR. 
it really works uh, very smooth when there's a transaction problem. Uh, the the uh, the channel to resolve it, to solve it is uh, with with every bank and and uh, the banks have the obligation not to to solve when there are very few cases when the transaction fails or uh, the internet connection wasn't good or that or the bank had some issues with with their app in in one day and and they solve it no but there are some just uh, minimal issues. Oh, that is really great to hear because that's the one thing is when it comes to the faster payments, people are afraid that faster payments are going to equal faster fraud. And then using something like QR codes that's a little bit different really throws people off in a lot of ways, too. So to hear that that's in place is really good to hear. Now, I I would also ask, though, because here in the U.S., we have what we call the CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which is really where we have regulators that get involved. So when it comes to regulators and regulating banks, do they have anything that they have put in place that your regulators or your government has put in place to have added or extra security or extra requirements when using the faster payment methods there? Um, yes, there, there's also here a uh... Uh, the regulator, which is called ASFI, and they regulate every every bank and financial institution here in the country, and they have established uh, some uh, security standards. Right, uh, also uh, they have established also in like in terms of software, but as well as in hardware. No? so they have required also some security things for, for example, uh, servers that that the financial institutions use. They have to have certain levels of security, uh, firewalls, and all of that. They also require that that the, the these data centers or servers they have uh, uh, for their for their software they must be within the aerospace Bolivian aerospace, no, which means that they can use uh, servers from outside the country of the other providers. Uh, so. Uh-huh. And also, uh, for example, something uh, that last year was established, like a new normative resolution uh, uh, from the directory, is that uh, now every financial institution has to implement a digital banking technology and uh, offer the QR, uh, the the QR that it's fully interoperable. No? So that was really uh, like a game changer here in the country because. There are many uh, small financial institutions like credit unions uh, uh, and that don't have like uh, not they don't have uh, this technology yet, but now they are by uh, by regulation uh, uh, it's mandatory for them to implement this technology you know? so they are now uh, purchasing this technology they are uh, they're doing their projections, their plans to implement it. They already have uh, deadlines to implement. No, So this will really help uh, the whole economy to uh, digitalize even more because uh, they have to provide this technology to all their their the financial consumers, right? And this will bring uh, more adoption of the QR because uh, that banking, that mobile banking app they have to provide has to have the QR. And also it's very interesting because it's it's a similar case uh, that happened in the U.S. No, with the clearinghouse and the Fed now, 
you know, with RTP uh -huh. and FedNow, for example, here the QRs, uh, since they ha they have uh, such a massive adoption, the government has uh, seen this, and they are now uh, uh, developing their own QR, uh, which is very interesting. No, so because here in Bolivia uh, we have uh, the clearinghouse uh, uh, ACH operator, which is uh, which is uh, the is private, no, it's from the banking association. And we also have the uh, public one, which is from the government, from the central bank, Bolivian central bank, which is called uh, MLD. And uh, now uh, this 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 uh, clearinghouse, the MLD, is uh, developing their own QR, and they are making it mandatory for all financial institutions to interoperate uh, both QR codes, you no, know, because they they will. Uh, each one will have their own QR, uh, but uh, we as also providers, uh, as the service, we're all, also helping uh, to to the for financial institutions to implement this new uh, QR from the uh, central bank and make uh, it work with the already existing QR, which which is which is being using in the last year. So it will be fully interoperable. There will be, that's a great news because there will be not issues. As in other countries, for example, now that we have seen, uh, for example, in Peru, you have uh, uh, Yape and Plin, which are the two most uh, known uh, providers of QR uh, platforms, but they don't interoperate yet. But we are also uh, working with them so that this, uh, this may be uh, fully interoperable. Fully interoperable. That would be awesome. Now, that, one of the things, though, is you talk about the government getting involved and, and requiring people to have the technology and things like that. Before having all of that, though, one of the things, you know, we, we talk a lot about in success of products is financial inclusion. And are the people actually using it before the government gets involved? Uh, you know, what would be actually a driver of why they got involved? So prior to that, what was like the financial inclusion of where people actually, you know, maybe demanded or would work with uh, uh, ask merchants really to be able to say, hey, will you offer this product? Can you start offering this? We like seeing this. Is there anything like that that took place there to where you actually had people coming in and asking, hey, we want the QR codes, whether it be consumers or being the merchants to be able to say, we want to be able to get this up and running. And also, was it a certain level of business or was it all businesses that maybe looked at using this? I'm, I'm glad you asked this question because otherwise I will have missed uh, uh, mentioning about this part, which is really important. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting because uh, the QR uh, has uh, provided, as you were mentioning, a lot of financial inclusion. Why? Uh, because uh, since people have seen the convenience of using it, it's quick, it's fast, it's reliable, it's secure. Uh, uh, some people, uh, or, or I would say a, a, a great percentage of people, don't use uh, quite cash anymore because you have uh, almost, as I was mentioning, every every merchant store, convenience store place that accepts QR. And I also heard some friends, for example, that they are not renewing their debit or credit cards because they don't see the need. Because they all every transaction they they can make it with with a QR. And but they, but and you're not taking cash away though. People are just choosing not to use it. Correct? Yeah, exactly. It's also 
obviously, yeah, widely accepted and, and all, many people still use it, but yeah, it's just an, an alternative, right? Yeah, but in, okay. in terms of financial inclusion, for example, uh, it's very interesting because some, uh, uh, for example, uh, banks and, and there are a couple of credit unions that already have like the one of the largest credit unions that already have the QR implemented and, and their mobile banking technology, they have made some really interesting campaigns where they will visit a, a public markets, a farmer's markets, and they will uh, go in there and, and bankerize these uh, people, you know, that they, they sell their fruits, they, they sell their, their products, their... Uh, vegetables and all of that in the market and and these campaigns will consist that uh, banking representatives go they show the, how the the convenience of this technology of the QR and they will open in in place uh, their banking accounts you know to these uh, merchants they get their mobile app banking app set up they get a printed QR which the banking bank or credit union provides they print for them their own QR, and with that QR, it, every every new client can accept, they can pay, make the payment QR, and just the the, the person just uh, validates the QR, the the payment in their app, and and they're good to go. No, and uh, and this has provided a, a lot of uh, bankerization in 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 that segment, for example, no, which is one of the strongest segment that has been. Uh, it bankerized that before they didn't didn't have any like in, incentive to to uh, open a bank account right there's there were many people who were uh, afraid or they were uh, didn't have that need or they were just reluctant no, to uh, to opening a bank account but now uh, this QR uh, has helped them and, and since they have already opened a bank account and many of them a lot of years a couple of years ago already uh, they they were able to track their income their to receive their their income and now they're receiving and getting credits no so they are getting a, a credits for to to grow their business to um, implement new things and thereby helping the economy no to to produce and grow this is very interesting, and also a, a last well in well in twenty twenty one this a system the QR a, through the through the private a, ACH operator has received the first place in financial inclusion and innovation a, by the Latin American Federation of Banks. No, so there was this was a big. A award uh, it was received in the CLAP event in 2021 uh, for specifically the, the QR, no, uh, the first place in financial inclusion and innovation. That is one heck of a reward uh, to be able to see that. Um, I, I can't believe we're already running out of time here, and I've got more questions. Mm -hmm. the, the success that you are having with your instant payments and with QR codes in particular the amazing benefits. I mean, if I'm hearing it right, you're, it, it's given options that cost a lot less than cards. We are seeing where people are choosing to use it over cash, but cash is still available and can be used as, as much as they want. But people are choosing that they can do it other ways. You've talked about 
businesses at every level are wanting to be able to use this too and that it's there and then mentioning because of such mass adoption the government has gotten involved and said that hey everybody does have to you know make sure that they have some technologies in place can can i ask just for a, a you know a couple two minute closing comments on what does the future of faster payments and instant payments look like in bolivia from you before i let you go though uh, sure totally so uh, here it's it's very interesting it's quite dynamic uh, there are also some other projects uh, for example uh, there are some uh, projects in 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 review for say uh, that for example uh, a system called a domiciliation qr which is basically similar to a buy now pay later function in which you will be able to scan a QR from every from every bank, and in that QR you will have the terms of reference of your that you're purchasing a product or, or a service in in different install payment installments, right? For example, in four in four uh, payments or in five payments or in six or twelve payments, and you are you are reviewing that information that you're accepting that you will have a that you will be charged every month uh, that that is fixed amount and and you will uh, are authorizing that uh, to in, in that QR so so that you're making that purchase and so they're signing up for recurring payments basically yeah in that purchase exactly recurring payments uh, automatic debit and and in that way you will be able to buy things uh, like small products or services in every convenience in every store basically and uh, with that new payment uh, functionality no that is some awesome stuff to be able to see what you're doing luciano i i just want to thank you again for attending today and taking the payments podium for us um, and I do want to say to all of you out there, if there's more you'd like to learn, Luciano is on LinkedIn. You can find him there and uh, you can always email me, Kevin at paymentsprofessor.com. I'll get you in contact with them. And if there is a subject or a speaker you'd like to have on the payments podium, if you'd get a hold of me, I'd definitely do my best to make sure to get that person or that topic on there as well. And I got to say for now, though, class dismissed.